millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And we have it. Zane Australia has taken over the world. <laughs> and so, the reign of peace and prosperity has begun. I am Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National world. Council <laughs> of Zane Australia, also World America, and Andropolia. Here with my colleagues, if we can call them that anymore. In whatever superfluous function I allow them. <laughs> one who was doing his job so poorly I now have to do it for him. And one who just wasn't really trying and so someone had to step in and take over. That could swing either way on that one, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely the last one. Um, hi, it's Sebastian. Um, you wait and see. This is how uh, this is how people get beheaded. Not me personally. It's how other people get beheaded. It's coming. I can get all French on you. Um, that's a threat, I guess. Why are you and looking I'm, at Andy and making the threat? I'm we're the making a pact oh, right now. <laughs> this is a uh, over the table negotiations, but we're try I'm trying to be subtle with when we kill Zane and take back our nations. I wouldn't be so. Last Seb, we have a history, as I'm sure you've it's conveniently true. forgotten. You started a war with Andropolia. I did not. <laughs> when did I do that? <laughs> I remember. I remember Andropolia nuking people in a different war. Mm. That was just a test of the waters. That was. Oh, fine. So that was a test of the waters. Now, yeah, that was, was just Andrew testing the waters. It was you testing the waters with Andrew. <laughs> no, I, don't I remember very differently. <laughs> and I am Andrew Schossler. Most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything of you what, ever, of what are you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia in name only. <laughs> and if you're joining us for the first time, there's a little bit of backstory that you should be caught up on. <laughs> you bloody empire of dirt. That's what you're like, hey, hey, look at, my, look at this lovely patch of earth. I am the emperor of this cheese platter. <laughs> so this is, this is the third season of A New World Order where we each run a virtual nation on nationstates.net and try to deal with the issues that it presents to us while sticking to our own political inclinations. In this third season, though, aliens have taken over the world leaders and have been switching our brains about. However, Zane Stralia very cleverly <laughs> and luckily had the opportunity to forge an alliance with the aliens and now controls all three nations. Yes, Sebastian had a brilliant idea <laughs> that we should change the system that has worked perfectly in every other episode because why not? Let's give Sick Zane a 20-sided dice. <laughs> a kind of dice that he has no history of rolling a critical 20s on. We only just invented them in World America. We didn't know the damage they could do. We you didn't know damage. Only we had the internet, right? 
we could have we could have listened to our podcast uh, Law and Disorder, which they enrolls twenties just all the time. But unfortunately, yeah, podcasts are an internet based medium, mm. and we were left in the dark. Yeah, and you, you're a fair while behind waiting for those USBs to come in with all the episodes. Pigeon, yeah. <laughs> I don't think podcast delivery. All the kids that's lying in the streets waiting. Please, mum, please let me buy a podcast. I don't know why they're all British, but they are. <laughs> okay, so I think. This week, we're going to hear from Seb America first. All right. World America is in it. Now, would it shock either of you to know I don't know what any of these issues are about? No, you've said that you'd never read them beforehand. I never do. Permanently unshocked. Well, this issue is called Wash Your Mouth Out. Oh, so you're not allowed to swear anymore. (laughs) Interesting. I I assume so. Or it's some sort of gum disease. This is definitely exactly what Zane thinks, only because of the first <laughs> sentence. The League of Concerned Mums <laughs> has successfully petitioned to ban the dictionary from the Little Big Dog Elementary School. Oh my goodness. <laughs> to be replaced with the clean-tionary oh. of, of pleasant words. Oh, not the cuntionary. Not the cuntionary. <laughs> the reason? It contained lewd and offensive words referring to private parts of the body. On the day you collect your niece from school, you were confronted by picketers holding signs of boldly lettered suggestions of where the concerned mums might stick their clean chinaries. This <laughs> is what happens when you get rid of the internet. Yep. People become overly sensitive to porn. No, <laughs> or they find is- porn wherever they can. <laughs> this is what happens when you take away people's outlet to tell lies in newspapers <laughs> and falsely report things. They take everything literally and you end up with this sort of world. Where people get offended whenever the the syllable dick is mentioned. (laughs) Ah, what a syllable. Four options, Zane. Oh, no. I look forward to each and every one of them. (laughs) We need to protect children from seeing bad words, demands Venus de Vries. V-R-I-S-E, Vries. Yeah, stupid name. Um, The white-clad leader of the League of Concerned Mums. Our delicate flowers must be shielded from all bad influences, just yesterday, my five-year-old came home saying his classmates called him of expletive deleted, expletive deleted, whose mother was an expletive deleted, expletive deleted, expletive deleted. And where do you think those words were found? That's right, the dictionary. <gasps> where any innocent child can by chance upon them. Remove all harmful words from the school's dictionaries and let our beautiful pearls thrive. Swearing existed well before the dictionary. Also, I don't think fuck is in the dictionary, is it? It definitely is. Is it actually? Well, in the comprehensive ones, yeah. Interesting. Is cunt. Yes. It's got to be. tits. They're all words. Oh, wow. Even shit. (laughs) (laughs) We we do have the expletive tag for this show, right? Yes. Cool. Because (laughs) you're on it. I cannot swear. Okay. But this, this episode doesn't count. <laughs> Option two. All you big ba- all you big people are cramping my style, groans third grader. Oh, that is not a real name. Okay, probably is, but not that surname. Baratendu Lawson. Uh, giving over the term poop deck. Sounds like a name. B-H-A-R-A-T-E-N-D-U. It's probably a name, but it doesn't come with the surname Lawson. Why not? Because <laughs> Baratendu. Lawson, like that's his his parents have done some sort of cultural appropriation there. So well, no, what's happening is you're making Seb, a lot of assumptions. Seb, Seb is really against interracial marriage. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, 
Dictionaries are great. I can learn whatever words I want. Words are great. They give kids the power to say what they really think. Yesterday, I called my teacher a big bum... <sighs> bailiff? Why would you call them a bailiff? Okay, whatever. Um, you can't take that away. You need to keep the fun words in the dictionary and add more so we can um, express ourselves. He grabs a dictionary protectively and hisses, precious words. I mean, the whole the whole campaign by these mothers assumes that words that words are, are uh, expletives are, are what they are because of their appearance in the dictionary. If yeah. you somehow remove them or deny access, that people won't make up their own words that they then attach. Yeah, the dictionary sort of isn't a list to. of words from which you can create <laughs> sentences. The dictionary is a, is a list of words that describes what already exists in the world. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't prescribe what words exist you can use. No, yep. that's exactly right. So, I mean, it probably goes without saying, but I'm so far, I'm a big fan of option two of, um, yeah, let them Your be. Your opinion <laughs> may be taken into consideration. <laughs> and if you, and if you, you know, ban using expletives, people will just come up with their own meanings. I mean, in this case, he's yeah. calling his teacher a bailiff. <laughs> I know, right? That's and, okay. I mean, that's a, that's a fairly, you know, benign word uh, that we know but if you all of a sudden attach this meaning that on oh, no, a bailiff really means some sort of horrible cunt yeah yeah look <laughs> in 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 grade six wangara state primary school barry was the worst thing that you could have been oh called. my god <laughs> you're such a barry i don't even remember what it was what it meant but i know that i didn't want to be called it that is incredible <laughs> Option three, we need to look at the root of this problem, soothes psychologist Georgina Santiago, who has an office across the street with appointments available in the window. Parents just have too much spare time. Perhaps <laughs> we could send them to work in the mines. <laughs> All this is the result of bad influence. These poor, misguided children don't know better. They see a cuss word and they yell it to the world. It's simply a contribution of poor impulse control and a need to impress their peer groups. Well, no longer. Schools should have psychologists on staff, and as soon as these troubled angels go astray, we can help them find their own way back to, to the right road. How, I mean, how, to be how, fair, I also do think the school should have at least, a, I mean, counsellor, psychologist, psychologist, at least one on staff, just for other reasons. I think that that's a good yeah. asset for a school to have. But how is this organisation associated using you know, uh, ex expletives as somehow a detriment to your character or, you know, negative in some way. Yeah. yeah. Either that woman uses swear words all the time or she needs to start using them <laughs> all the time. Because, Fine. like, honestly, if you just got all your kids together and you took them out in the group, stood them on, on the sports, sports field and just said, okay, children... When I count to three, everyone shout cunt as loud as you can. <laughs> it would lose its appeal yeah, pretty quickly. People start calling each other berries. Yeah, <laughs> it's just because if they're forbidden words yeah. that they have any power. Fourth and final option. Interesting. <laughs> I agree that this is serious. No, it's Larry Anderson, your minister of... Let's just all calm down. <laughs> But it's not just the kids who are dirtying the air with foul language. The adults are also at fault. Mm, we ban should, the adults. We should fund an official World American Dictionary of Approved Words, <sighs> free from all the expletives, coarse words, vulgar expressions, and terms of unpleasant parts of the human anatomy, and punish anyone who uses any bad words in books, media, 
and written and spoken speech. And then, only then, can World America be a truly pleasant place to live. Now, as opposed shall to we have a cup of tea? <laughs> as opposed to what? The pretend pleasant place yeah. that it is now. That's, uh, the entire issue is thought policing and how heavily to regulate it. Yep. There's one option here that's good. <laughs> and three... Varying degrees of bad now, Ending now, with that man Who I thought would be quite reasonable And was not Now Seb If you can please just remove The context of this question um, From your mind Now last week When your book publishing went down Because I I, I suggested that perhaps You should tell the truth um, Was was that uh, a good thing Or a bad thing for you? When the publishing went down? Yeah I thought that was the worst part of that Okay, well I don't maybe mind. option number four is for you. So you can you can like government subsidize the publication of dictionary. No. <laughs> Absolutely no. <laughs> well maybe maybe I th- I think like if that was the worst part of what happened last also, week. Also my civil rights went down. I got downgraded. You you I quote you right now. I said one of the worst parts, yeah, not the so worst part. We're addressing them one by one. Let's, yeah, publish, so, let's publish a dictionary. I'm going to have to spend a video point because that's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not fucking controlling how much that's, what they're saying. Okay, that's exactly well, they're what not probably option number one. No, it's option number two. Is this um, two? Yeah. If, if not, if you don't want to subsidize your publication industry for whatever crazy reason it is, then option number two. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Children gain their first sex education from reading the dictionary. What is so good about the to buy porn? This was the kids. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should market porn to kids. Or maybe, maybe talk to your kids about sex before. I can't visit every kid and talk to them about sex. Not I'm just you. an elective, elected official. <laughs> talk to your kids. No. Uh, workforce participation jumps. Free market always right. New study reveals it must be a faulted study. Is we <laughs> we peer reviewed by some Andrews people. Um, tourism industry braces for influx and tax cuts relief to many. I don't think you understand what peer review. Is. <laughs> I assume that they came in and just fucked with the stats. Is that not true? Yeah, that's what peer review is. Yep. Right. Uh, that's exactly why it's so thing. respected yeah, throughout yeah. the world. Um, rudeness up three percent. Wealth gaps and economic freedom up 1%. End of ups. <laughs> Death rate down 2 So is ideological radicality. And income equality down 1. Oh, sorry. And authoritarianism. So pretty powerful the course there. Everyone can continue to do whatever they want. And the government doesn't want to get involved. Splendid. It is, that's what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing changed because we're on the right path anyway. <laughs> Tell that to your book publishing industry. It didn't go down. <laughs> and I let the dictionary continue to be published. Yeah, but you didn't publish a better one. <laughs> the worst one. <laughs> that also dictates what we can say. <laughs> that's that's just that's just kind of addendum to, to the to the to the bill. The writings are the worst parts sometimes. <laughs> All my bits are belong to you. Ah. Robotics giant Robot for You Inc. has caused an uproar in Andropolia for its new product, Mindy the Robot Wife. Budding AI rights activists and feminist groups have demanded the sale of such units be outlawed. This revolting product sets gender equality back a century, says noted feminist writer Wiener Dubois, as she signs copies of her latest book, Still Wild at 40. Oh, oh, Wiener. (laughs) It reflects a male obsession with having women slaving as housewives. Mindy is a docile, patriarchal archetype that cooks, cleans, irons, and has no true free will. This modern-day misogynistic slavery is disgusting. 
The sale of Mindy units should be outlawed at once, and whatever units already sold should be seized, deactivated, and thrown in a ditch somewhere. I don't... I mean, does this... Does this mean that male robots or male coded robots don't exist? Not yet. I think I think the next option is to uh well, let's let's let's, let's explore see. it. Let's explore it. And number 2 of four options. Has anyone actually asked Mindy? Asked Brent Noonien Sung, CEO of Robots for You Inc, with several different Mindy models by his side. I doubt any of these complainers and naggers have actually bothered to talk to her. Mindy is a realistic construct that feels, learns, and knows how to have fun. Ask her yourself, and Mindy will tell you how happy she is. Won't you, Mindy? We'll even give you one so you can show all of Andropolia how dedicated Mindy is. Oh, and can you make a human-machine marriage legal? You'll never have to argue with your wife again. Mindy even comes with an off switch. That's perverting marriage. Also, I you know, feel bit, like he's programmed her to say those things, and well, it's not true AI. I think that's the subtext. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so far, it's not good. Um, the first option, Wiener Dubois, is suggesting that any kind of representation of of actions that she disagrees with should be outlawed. Yeah. Uh, because she disagrees with them and doesn't like them. Well, okay, so she's calling for the banning and destruction of the Mindy units. Yes. Okay. And, you know, arguably any subsequent uh, yeah. uh, product lines that are in, are, are in development. Um, Noonien Sung, the CEO, is saying, uh, no, just ask her yourself. In fact, here's a, here's a model. Um, it's great. Could we legalize human-machine marriage? Is essentially all he's asking of, of the government. Number three. Unlike the misogynists over at Robot for You, we manufacture both androids and gynoids in all sexual orientations," replies Lisbeth Licorice, CEO of rival high-tech manufacturer Cyber Mirage Labs, seen holding hands with an android. Thanks to my fully functional boyfriend, Mark. Mm. Every day I'm aware Necessary of necessary knowledge. Every day I'm, I feel I have to change my emphasis. <laughs> <clears throat> Thanks to my fully functional boyfriend, Mark. Every day I'm aware of how hard. Things are for robots. Our AIs won't be sold as slaves. Instead, they shall be free and as equal as us or any other Andropolian, just with purchasable upgrades to their equipment. Mm. Mm -hmm. Most Supreme Magnificent Overlord, let people love and marry whoever they want, be they human or automaton. Well, that just sounds like a ridiculous amount of civil liberties. Ban we, can't, we can't have that, can we? <laughs> ban marriage. Ban love. Ban sex. Uh, so I'm not entirely sure what the difference is between two and three other than giving some sort of implicit uh, ratification for one company over the other. Um, isn't... Because Noonien Sung is saying, um, here's, a, here's a machine for you yeah. and could we legalise human uh, machine marriage? And Lisbeth Licorice is also saying, let people love and marry whoever they want, uh, be they, you know human automaton whatever uh, with no bribery that's all she's saying and and she's also promoting her company as being the um, was but was that not also allowing them human rights AIs androids human rights uh, our, our, AIs, our AIs won't be sold as slaves right. instead they shall be free and as equal to any other Andropolian just yeah, with purchasable so upgrades I, that, okay. I think that's the difference um, okay so that's also granting them personhood yes so they're, they're not going to be you can't own them basically 
Ah, I, now that makes sense. Sorry. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I, I was reading that as we won't sell them with the intention of being them slaves. Yeah. But she's saying, no, they will be uh, yeah free members of, of society. Okay. And so I so think... So that is a difference. Civil Liberties took a big hit last time. That one's the one that I'm going to go for. It's also, so far, the most honest one. Oh, was there another option? There is a fourth. Okay. Um, but that one certainly is, is, is the most uh, liberty-preserving of them all. That, mm-hmm. yeah, we've got this technology and we're not going to stop it. In fact, yeah, um, we're going to treat it like it's, like it's anybody else. Mm-hmm. And number four... <laughs> Robots, bah, humbug. Size retiree, retiree. Okay, Boomer. Chip Scrooge (laughs) from his favourite park bench right outside your office. We didn't need no newfangled robots when I was your age. We did all the hard work ourselves. He launches into a tirade of anecdotes and war stories, pausing only to feed some pigeons. Eventually, as you are about to leave, he gets to the point. Anyways... If if you want to be strong and sharp like my generation, you young'uns need to eat your spinach and ban all machines and computers. These technologies are making us all fat, lazy, and completely dependent. His response is to create work for everybody. Well, well, well. Doesn't everyone want a job? Doesn't everyone want to be employed and be productive? Well, 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 well. Said America, how have... How are you feeling? Like your your country's in a pretty good place, right? You know, in which fun. regard? I mean, obviously. Yeah, everyone loves what they're doing. So, option number five, I think, um, really, like, let's just get back to nature. Let's just, you know, just start doing things the old-fashioned way and ban machinery and ban machinery. This feels computers. really close in mind. I mean, it's a little bit different, obviously. But the time that I had the option of becoming a king, mm. and we didn't do it in the end because of. I mean, some logistical issues, but I really feel like falling <laughs> yes, back. That's and, what was in the way. Yeah, it's just some logistical <laughs> things. But I feel like you would have a lot to benefit from just stripping back and really just taking control of your nation like an old-time warlord. And I think this is a good step in that direction. Yeah. So option option number f- option number four, I think the yeah, that one really. So banning. All machinery. Just think of how the private computers. industry will need to adapt and react. Those are things that you love to say. That's true. That's true. If you all of a sudden said, hey, you know this thing that you've developed mm. to make your business more efficient? Wouldn't it suck if it went away? Wouldn't it be... <laughs> listen, hear me out here. Wouldn't it be awesome if I gave you a reason to have to redevelop from scratch your entire industry? Wouldn't that be a fun project? My understanding of the private industry is that they love to spend money. <laughs> but that's the thing. The problem with automation <laughs> is if so few people have work. So if you get rid of the automation, more people have work. Just think of your unemployment rates. You'll be bragging to us. Think of the unemployment rates. You'll be bragging to us every time. Every episode ends, you'll be like, hey, let's check a random stat. Oh, I don't know. Unemployment rates. Also, unless let's there's a video <laughs> point, I guess that's just what you're going to have to do. Can I veto his veto point? No, I'm, I'm, I, would, I never would. 
I think I could anyway. The option, which which I made sure to establish very early, is that any anybody can veto any option. So you can preemptively veto things if you want to, you know, do some skullfuckery as well. This is between you and Zane. (laughs) You know where my heart lies, though. Just think of your unemployment rates. If you target, do what I do no. every issue. Think of the no. one good thing and ignore all the bad no. things and you'll be happy. Creating bullshit work does not positively affect the unemployment rate. Just by putting a backpack on everybody's back and saying, okay, mail delivery is now going to be done on foot. That does not somehow boost your economy. No cars for anyone, <laughs> says Andropolia two years ago. Uh, I'm vetoing that one. Okay. You have uh, three options left. Let's go for the, the one where <laughs> androids have uh, human rights. You bastard. <laughs> yeah. so let's get a bit of a pattern here, Zane. <laughs> it's just the most entertaining thing to do. I'm glad we entertain you so well. I honestly had the best of intentions last time and then hilarity ensued. And so now I just give you the option for hilarity to ensue or make the right choice. Yeah, and that's fine. I've got a lot of, I've got enough video points. It's the final season. Like it's all fine, right? <laughs> Robosexual marriages are increasingly common. As they should be. And Andropolia's civil rights have arisen from very good to excellent. Ah. Congratulations. Undoing the things that I did last time, right? Because that, that, that was what dropped last time. That is one, yeah. yes. And uh, civil rights and civil liberties? No. Uh, I, I can't remember the other one. C- civil rights is, is the big but one. But civil rights, uh, certainly. Yeah, it was. High. It's back to where it was. The Anthropology Sentinel reporting absolutely verified and truthfully same sex marriages legalized, workforce participation jumps. Was Crime has never been worse. Not sorry. Legalized was same-sex marriage not legalized in? I thought you dealt with that. So did I. Apparently yeah. not. But right. whatever now the case, is. now it is. Now yeah. it absolutely is. Crime has never been worse. Say elderly. Economic growth exceeds forecast, and teen builds working deep space exploration rocket. Mm. No doubt through the newly funded space program. Correct. Uh, we've got some new policies. Marriage equality and AI personhood. I'd be very curious to see if you have AI I personhood. Do. Oh, I you do. do. Yeah, it was That's a while a, ago. Oh, very good. So, uh, scientific advancement up fifteen and a half percent. Infotech up eight. Ideological radicality up seven and a half. Inclusiveness up five and a half. Retail and civil rights both up four percent. Oh, all good ups. All yeah, I can, can't argue with that. Uh, for the downtrends, safety down one and a half percent, taxation down two. We're Yellow robots. We're sitting just above five percent, five point zero two percent. So that's good. This is a good move. Oh, I know. Authoritarian. I'm a very responsible ruler. You'll so, all come to appreciate this over the coming weeks, and your bowing will be entirely voluntary. I can assure you of that. Oh yes, you will kneel. <laughs> In awe <laughs> of my rulership. For the record, Zane, if, if one of you two takes control, Zane is my preference because he has closer to what I try to do. Like ideologies. Not that yours are bad. Tax the I, shit out of your population? Absolutely. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, and then give it all away in some misguided attempt so, to redistribute fairly all this money that people have accumulated through hard work and productivity. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my issue isn't that Zane controls World America right now. My issue is that Zane has too much power right now. That's the problem. 
oh yes I have noticed it too Seb <laughs> but like I'm it's happy it's in the back of my yeah. mind and thank like, you you put a voice to it <laughs> no but my fault I don't mind wrong with this picture I haven't I the, mean apart from the his giveaway, suggestions the giveaway was a Zane giggled last week when he <laughs> when he decided that ah not only do I have the same option before me I have complete control over what happens in this world I just yes, want to that, was, that was my little cue that maybe something is amiss his first joke option aside I've agreed with the choices he has made in all of the topics. He is a wise and just ruler. I've been saying this all along. But my problem is that he is—he has this too much power. Yes, Ab- yes absolutely. Power corrupts never. That's the saying. And because I say it is. <laughs> Again, I printed I it in all the dictionaries. I, I know we addressed it in our last Patreon episode, I, I, episode 125. I seemed to be getting through to you because you were you were coming back at me with, with you know things I'd been saying for the entire season. and With no sarcasm <laughs> in your voice. <laughs> and absolutely, power is, is the great evil. Right. No, no, no. No, if even, if no, no, no. You swap the roles. If I was Zane no, right no. now, even that's in the, fine. Even it's just when it's him and it's not me. <laughs> even in the hands of somebody competent and benevolent, once they're through and the power, the office is still there, anybody who is corruptible or evil or otherwise you know, impressionable then has that power. And it's the power that's the negative thing. That's why we need less government. Or less power, less authority to do stuff. Yeah, one person, all the power, that therefore fewer people have power. <laughs> and that fits the equation. That is just that is correct math. I, I'm just um, mathing. Like it's 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 simple. Can you just imagine right now though, if the roles were swapped and I was in charge of both yours right now? Imagine just that door is open now, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm, I'm very frightened. Do you think this rolling the dice shit's making it three more episodes from now? And do you think I won't roll the nat 20 again? You watch. No, no, we Next can week, ne- I'll rock out with like a dartboard. <laughs> and we'll just have to throw it at far. And everyone's wearing a blindfold, except for me, the man who put his on last. <laughs> put his on last. No, we can never walk backwards. This is this is it. <laughs> we can only get this more is, random. This is, this is the way the world works now. Uh, authoritarianism down six percent, and social conservatism down nine percent. Yeah, which is which is fair. If you're if you're being more inclusive, of course, conservatism would would take a hit. Again, civil rights up usually means um, conservatism down. Of course, yeah. And uh, honestly, I think this is an incredible win for Andropolia. That's uh, for AI to to be granted personhood um, is a is is a good step. Yeah, I. Agree wholeheartedly, which is why I insisted it happen. <laughs> Zane Australia you has puppet master, you. <laughs> a very important issue called better in than out. Ooh. My justice minister has raised a stink about public flatulence <laughs> and is proposing a new law to ban it. Of course. Yeah. There are four options here. Oh my God. So many more options than are necessary. <laughs> Option number one. We need to promote public decency, demands Nelson Grimes, my justice minister. Any person who vitiates the atmosphere in any place to make it obnoxious to the public or to harm the well-being of people in the surrounding areas shall be guilty of a misdemeanor offence and shall be sentenced to a term of community service. Oh, my God. And if you need to pass wind, just go to a toilet. What? 
So every time somebody needs to fart, they if should. If anyone par- farts excuse- in public, misdemeanor offence community service. Now, I mean, that's already a polite thing to do. But if you're outside, if you're in a park, she's Just saying... go to a toilet. And is, is it sealed? Is it pumped out from there? I don't know. Does, I, does farting it makes behind, no sense. Does farting behind an open window somehow change I think if anyone else smells it and reports you, <laughs> then you're in trouble. Well, that sounds like a good Zane Australian option to think of the paperwork. <laughs> option number two. This is insane, states Tanya Myers, my solicitor general, discreetly shifting in her chair. How any reasonable or sensible person could think that criminalizing flatulence in public would be a good idea is beyond me. We're a civilized nation. Just make sure that everyone is taught to do it as discreetly as possible when they need to. Simply raise your right buttock ever so slightly and let it out gently, ideally without bringing any attention to yourself. Sure. Are they not already doing that? I think that's public education, I think. <laughs> to make sure that everyone is taught how to do that. Like, how how intensive would that class be? Is this like, hey, do this. Wait, if, we, if we're thinking about it, is it suggesting that cannibalism and lab-grown proteins will somehow cause a wave of undesired flatulence in, in society? I mean, it hasn't said that this is, there's a new wave. It's just this one, my justice minister has taken offence to people farting in his presence. One person yes. is leading this campaign, yes. this crusade well, against flatulence. So far, just this one person. <laughs> Option number three, Brenda Taylor, who was recently banned from the Zane Australia City subway for farting too much, has her say and smell. Hey, leader, pull my finger. <laughs> Even though I don't comply, she still lets forth a thunderous, horrible noise that fills a room with a titanic stench. <laughs> oh my god, I just did did I just squash a frog? That that one wasn't too bad. It's the silent but deadly ones that'll get you. Everyone knows that letting them rip is good for your health. Better out than in, right? And we should let everyone know it's okay to sound off. Maybe even subsidise some kind of wind festival. Smells like a good time to me. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm... Nation States is really uh, scraping that bottom of the barrel with this one, I think. Ban it or subsidise it. Those are your only two options. (laughs) Option number four. Wait, did somebody say gas? Asked my energy minister, Gene Chow, while holding his nose. (laughs) We shall distribute methane capture devices and make compulsory for every citizen to uh, plug one in. We could then capture this natural resource and reduce our dependence on fossil fuels. So, mandatory anal insertion. (laughs) Mandatory butt plugs for everyone. But you'll you'll still need to fart. (laughs) That just sounds yeah, dangerous. but it, yeah, but, but it, it won't be out in the in, in the public yeah. air anymore. And it in captures fact, your fart. Oh, so it's not actually like a butt plug; it's like a filter. No, it'll be an inserted, you know, like a like a petrol pump or something, a tube into which you will fart. Have we considered using using the fart? That's exactly what he's proposing. That's what he's proposing. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't listening to him. <laughs> I just you just heard your 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 version like your. Breakdown of it. I'm like, oh, that sounds horrible. Surely we can be converting this into power. 
Yes. That's, so that's option number three is a let's <laughs> encourage and tell everyone to fart loudly and proudly and everywhere and have a fart festival. And have a festival of farts. So that sounds horrible. I actually I was I was reading an article oh, about a week and a half ago from when we we're recording this. Um, that there was a bit of a study done in the UK um, that um, asthma inhalers um, are responsible for 3% of the carbon emissions mm. on the planet. Mm. And it wasn't saying don't use them, but it was also saying oh, there's new tech out, so you can be moving on to more of a powder-based one than an aerosol-based one. But the fact that there's so many people with asthma that it was actually causing like a significant increase sure. there. So what I'm saying is maybe we don't get on the band camp of promoting even more farting. <laughs> um, and also, just gross. I'm not but saying jail them either. I'm saying let people just let, let let it say what it is. Just don't promote more. If some people want to not, you, you know, don't, you don't decide to um, your level of farting. That is entirely it's a choice. Down, it's entirely down to your diet. You okay, know, you should restrict you know, diets. You know, you know what? <laughs> you know what Zane Australia is going to do with this one? Big old dismiss. <laughs> it's not a thing. That veto. The government veto <laughs> veto the dismiss. You must make a decision. Okay, that's fine. I'm going to go with like, uh, how about we just ignore farts? There you go. Which yep. is option number two. That's, why, would that, why did you pick that one to begin with? It, no, isn't it also a public education? Yeah, I uh, mean, she says... On, on polite farting? Yeah, just make sure that everyone is taught to do it discreetly. Yeah. So I guess, like, I mean, that's still by far the best option. <laughs> I'm not just going to government mandated butt plugs for everyone. No, like, but I, I don't even know which is the most ridiculous: the fart no, festival or the butt plugs. <laughs> like what? Definitely the butt plugs are the most ridiculous. I mean, that is Can just you imagine absurd. a government sponsored <laughs> fart festival, like a nationwide celebration of gathering in a park and farting. We're serving beans and other. Flatulators. I don't. I don't know what causes whatever Mexican food. I, I think guess. this is a great idea for a festival, actually. <laughs> okay. Well, you do. You organize the fart festival. I'm going to make sure that no, everyone's I mean, just kind of like, hey, let's let's have some fun. Everybody's a little bit too serious sometimes, and just having some outlet for you know for just something absurd. And, and satirizing it and having a laugh about it, I think, is important. I mean, there are already cheese festivals, so <laughs> <laughs> farting etiquette is taught in schools. Teen builds working deep space exploration rocket. Public schools scores top honors. Assault figures punch through historical lows and popular sitcom to end. I have only ups. Okay. The biggest one: public education, one point one percent. The others, at less than one percent. Our intelligence, government size, scientific advancement, and pacifism. Nice. The end. Because farts don't matter. I they guess. are funny, though. Yeah, I guess sometimes. Okay, that's been <laughs> us for this week. Uh, Zane Australia solving the world's problems one issue at a time. Regardless of whose issue it is, we will solve it. We are the best. I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, Seb America, and World America, and Andrew Polly are here with my faithful underlings. I've been Andy Schossler. <laughs> Good night. Seb is so salty. <laughs> Thank you.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.